With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to a message to go from Axe Church. We hope this message will light up your day. If you've got your Bibles with you, can you please turn to Deuteronomy chapter 6, uh, verse uh, chapter 1 to 9. Okay, before I start, I want to share with you that I am here to serve you. I am here, uh, yes, I'm a pastor of the church, I'm giving leadership to the church uh, in PJ, it's a privilege, but I'm here to serve you. I'm not here to serve myself, it's not easy being a pastor. I'm not here to serve my own wants and desires. If I have, I would have done a lot of other things already. But I'm here to serve you and that's what us as leaders are called to do. We are here to serve the people. Your home leaders, they are there to serve you. You got to remember that. Then We're not here to lord over you. The Lord will do that. We don't need to do that. <laughs> you know, we're not here to do any of that. We're here to serve you. So I hope you, you catch that. And when we deliver the word and when we deliver different things and when we minister to you, know that that's the core of it, you know. Uh, uh, it's important to understand that because sometimes we have, a, we have a very warped perception over leadership. And then I realized that, hey, you know, actually the leaders are the servants, no? So imagine, uh, leaders have to serve. So we're already, you know, sort of like stooping clo- close to the floor. And then later on, we also have demands from the ground. So it's double whammy, you know. Uh, and sometimes it can be very difficult. But I just, even, even as I was praying, I just felt like I needed to tell you that that I'm here to serve you. Uh, and it's okay to call me on and ask for prayer. It's okay to, to, to let me know if you have a need. It's okay one, you know. Uh, uh, because, uh, you know, those of us who have answered the call for leadership, uh, that's what Jesus said, right? When the brothers, or brothers of thunder, I think, <laughs> in the Bible, ask, oh, you know, can I sit on your right hand and your left hand? And Jesus just look at them and say, wherever you sit, it's not for me to decide. It is my father, but you serve. You know, and he even told Peter uh, to feed. If you love him, feed my lambs. If you love uh, him, you know, uh, feed his sheep, you know, right? That's what he asked us to do. And that's why we're here, okay? So, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 1 to 9. Sorry, I never turned there yet. Okay, I'll turn there now. <laughs> you guys okay? I got half an hour. I'll do, I'll do well, okay. It says here, Now this is the commandment and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you, that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all His statutes and His commandments which I command you, you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life, that your days may be prolonged. 
Okay, I'm going to stop here. So, what does it say? Basically, uh, if you read Deuteronomy, it is the first time, it's basically uh, God just brought the Israelites out of Egypt and it is, and he, he's calling them his own people. And this is the first few times, right, where he actually has a lot of airtime with them through Moses, okay? And later on, Joshua. Airtime meaning that this is where I tell you the rules, this is what you do, a lot, a lot. If you read Deuteronomy Leviticus, it's all about that. This is how the temple looked like. And he anoints uh, and he gives uh, 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 resources to the people to be able to follow whatever he asks them to do. And he gave them a lot of laws, right? And just imagine, they've never heard any other law and all, and he's delivering to them the Ten Commandments, uh, you know, sharing about the, and this talks about the greatest commandment, and he's basically handing over. So imagine when you have a child and you're trying to teach your child something, it is just like that. It is new information. And they might not remember it. It's totally new information. Boy, do this, do that. Don't do this, do that. You know, I'm, I'm learning that right now with my second son. Because my first son is very compliant. You tell him once, he'll do it once. But my second son kind of need reminders. Lah, you know, and I'm learning and I'm trying to learn how to teach him without getting angry. You know, uh, and it's very important that we, we try to do that. We teach, you know, so that people know. So consider today a teaching that you will know. Because as I was praying and asking, and I, oh, I tell you what, I tell you, when you come, you can ask my wife, every time come prepare a message, I always get one. Because I'm like, Lord, please give me the right words to say. It has to be from you, not me. You know, um, um, it has to be something that you will give to your people. Because remember I said, I'm here to serve you. I'm here to serve you. Amen? You guys receive that? Okay. Therefore hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord of your fathers has promised you. See, there is already a promise. There is already a promise that they will multiply. And God even say, if you follow this, your, the days of your life will be prolonged. So, let me give you this uh, uh, thing. Again, Bible, what Bible say, not I say. Uh, if the days of a person's life is cut short, right? Cut short. Sometimes you ask the question, why? And we leave it to faith. But if we want the days of our life to be prolonged, then we got to follow this to the T. That we follow God's statutes and commandments. You know, a lot of things have been set ready. Amen? Okay. Hear, O Israel. Oh, sorry. A land flowing with milk and honey. Okay. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And these words which I commanded you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Basically just re-emphasizing that please remember this. Lah. Right? Please remember this. Okay? I'm going to stop there and I'm going to give you some observations that I read uh, from the scripture itself. Just real quick ones and then we'll go to the main point today. Okay? So first one. The first scripture already say, observe, follow the law of the Lord. So can I ask you a question? What is the law of the Lord? Do you all know? Do you all know what the law of the Lord is? Anybody try, come on. Let's have some interactivity here. Joshua, what is the law of the Lord? What? What is the law of the Lord? Which one? Ah? I'm asking you in totality. Ten commandments, okay. Anybody else want to try? Love the Lord your God, okay? That's one, okay? A any more else? Anyone else? Sorry, what? Love thy neighbor, okay. Okay, thank you for sharing. Uh. Can, can, I, can I just help you all? Uh? This is the law of the Lord. This is the law of the Lord. We cannot cherry pick, uh, guys. We like to cherry pick. 
we have to know that the Word of God is His law. Amen? Right? It is law. If you look at the Old Testament, it is all about don't do this, do that, don't do this. You look about the New Testament, it's all about you've been saved by grace, and we like that. Lah. Saved by grace, forgive, you know, you'll be fine. Huh? So easy one. Lah. Both come hand in hand. No, You cannot have one without, without the other. You cannot just pick to follow one commandment and then the rest you ignore. Cannot. Everything is together. And the Bible doesn't contradict itself. You know what contradicts us? You know why sometimes we don't understand certain things? Because it is our understanding and our perception and our theology of what we understand about the Bible. Y'all catch that? So, what makes a new believer different than me? Experience? Ex you know, uh, uh, I don't know. What makes a difference? Understanding. That is the difference. Why? Because I walk enough with the Lord to know certain things. That's why when I stand here and I declare that by His stripes we are healed, I believe in it. The three scriptures that I shared with you just now, let me tell you how it, was, uh, uh, how it came to be. There was one night where uh, Timmy was not well. He was having high fever. We were very worried. Very, very high fever. And, I was, and, and we sent him to the hospital. They sent him back. We sent him again. They sent him back. It's the third day already. And I texted Pastor Kenna. I said, Pastor, it has come to a time where I really just need to pray and trust God that he will heal. And I just declare, Pastor said, prophesy the scripture, prophesy. You know, anybody with a logical mind will say, don't make sense. Lah. But I know all of us here, we are illogical. Because we believe in the word of God, we believe it has life. So we prophesy, and I prophesy, and I tell you what, the next day he was healed. He was healed, no. We don't know what happened. But he had a very, very high fever. I remember that very clearly. So I've experienced that. So you know, when you experience something, how real it is? You know, the next time he's sick, how confident I am praying? You know? So God brings us through these experiences to understand him more. Right? So when he talks about the law of the Lord, he talks about the entire Bible. Not just only this scripture. Only that scripture. Only this scripture. No, all of you are correct. But I just want to give you this perspective. We got to know the law of the Lord. We got to know his word. His word in our hearts. And... You know, I, 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 I shared those scriptures to you. Do you realize that it's in sequence? The first scripture, um, Isaiah 53 verse 5, talks about we are healed. It is a promise that you are healed by His stripes. Psalms 107 talks about God, who He is. We need to know who and where the healing comes from. Then we have a confidence to ask. Because if we think God is a bad God, and he only wants you to suffer, and only when you, when you don't sin, only he will heal you, then you won't ask him. Or then your prayers will be different. So, know the promise, know who the promiser is, and then the confirmation that he has already been done in 2 Peter 2.24. You look at how scripture through a thousand years confirms things. So, you see, it's understanding. It's understanding the word. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will guide you to understand the word more and more as you dig deep into His Word. It takes effort, guys. It takes learning from one another. It takes not just listening to messages, it takes you going to the Word and massaging the Word and meditating on the Word. Um, in uh, Joshua, it all says that. Meditate on my Word day and night. That's why we ask people to do quiet time. You know? You know? And yeah, sometimes it can be said boring. Well, find ways lah, to meditate on God's Word. Okay? Sorry, I'm going off track already. Okay. 
So, observe, follow the law of the Lord. Second thing, fear the Lord. Is, is, a lot can be unpacked from Deuteronomy. A lot, a lot can be unpacked. Okay? Keep His commandments. Okay? So remember, I just talked about commandments. Of course, there's 10 commandments. There are a lot of other commandments we keep. Lah. As much as we can. Let, let me give you this other perspective. You know uh, that we are right now living in a time of grace. Do you know how gracious God is? That we have a lot of chances to keep His commandments in this, in this day and age. That all we need to do is to try our best to follow because He has fulfilled the law. Do you know how difficult it is for the Israelites and for the chosen people to keep God's law before Jesus came? Now we just need to ask for forgiveness, no? Last time when they want to ask for forgiveness, uh, they have to have a dove, a cow, uh, you know? It's so, now, uh, now we can worship in spirit and in truth, right? We can just come to church, lift our hands. As long as my, I'm not thinking about lunch, I'm thinking about Jesus, I'm fine. Right? Do you know how difficult it is last time? Jesus has changed it all for us. But it, the Bible still asks us to keep the commandments. The Bible still asks us to follow. Oh, you know, this old school, lah, you know. Now it's new school. We do new things. Pastor Alvin, you're so low toe. Don't be low toe. Right? No, guys, there is still a commandment to keep. I'm going to my point. Okay? Don't worry. <laughs> okay? So keep his commandments. That's why it's important to keep his commandments. And then come to this place huh, where I explain to you again. Um, cause and effect, okay? You talk about sowing and reaping, right? Cause and effect. When you look at the life of someone or when you look at your own life itself, when certain things are not going a certain way that you think it will go, check again your alignment to the Word of God. That is my encouragement for you. Check again your alignment. If you look at how, you know, after a while you slowly steer away, huh? look at whether you're aligned to God's Word or not. Hey God, how come huh? I'm not experiencing abundant life? Are you aligned to His Word? Because the promise comes from here, no, not, not anywhere else, no. So it's very important for us as believers to align. That's why the Bible says, walk by faith and not by sight. That's why the Bible says, right, um, don't follow the flesh, follow the spirit, right? There's two decisions that we're going to make. So we've got to be very clear, okay? So keep His commandments. Ah, and then this is the promise. Our future generations and all the days of our life will be prolonged. You want to live long or not? Follow God's commandments. Isn't that the oversimplification, Pastor Elvin? Well, all I can say is try it and see. Try it and see. Amen? And it will be well with us. It says here, it will be well with you. You know how I, um, you know how I interpret it will be well with us? Uh, and this one out of my own experience. You know why it will be well with you? Even in troubles and even in difficult times, it will be well with you because you know who your God is. Because, right, we, we think, we think uh, that, oh, you'll be well means no, I will face no problem. Guys, I'm so sorry, you will face problems. I'm so sorry, if you make a wrong mistake, if you make a wrong decision, you have to deal with the consequences. Bible says that. But, if you follow in His commandments, even if you make a mistake, you'll be well with you. You will be fine. Because the hope of glory is God. You're not seeking answers from anyone else, but you're seeking answers from the Lord. Why? I align to God's word. That's why living in a, a, a a season of grace right now, we have the opportunity to flow. That's why, you know, that's why it's so powerful when the robber is next to Jesus uh, and one say, Aya, this fellow bluff on, uh, call your angels. Uh. And the other one say, hey, don't mind him. He, we deserve this. He didn't deserve. Jesus, can you remember me? And Jesus say, yeah, come follow me. It is the condition of the heart, right? We always say condition. But you know, it's also a decision that he makes. You know, it's a decision. 
that we make on a daily basis. Amen? The wonderful saving grace of God. The wonderful saving grace of God. We will multiply and, we, and have a land with milk and honey. Okay? And of course, someone mentioned just now, love the Lord with everything. Okay? Uh, I don't know if i got time to unpack this. Um, love the Lord with everything. Okay, when you love something really, really much, you will do anything and everything for that person or thing. Correct or not? That's a normal... See, that's a very normal reaction from anyone. If we really like something, we really love something, we will do anything for that. that you know? A very good example to see is that you, you look when you're younger, okay, very obvious, you, you love, uh, guy, love, okay, use the word love, okay? You like or love a guy or a girl, you will see one, the person will change one. You know? Like how, uh, like how when, when uh, not girlfriend, boyfriend yet, but I, I like someone, and then I will, apparently, uh, this is what I did uh, that I didn't realize, I will buy Starbucks for that person only, although they are, the person had other colleagues, you know, in the office. Right? Inside joke, never mind. I'll just leave it there. there. You know what is the expression of love and the value the exchange believes in it? Giving God our best. It is not rule, huh? It is not rule. Please don't come and say, Ayah, you're so strict, lah. You all ask people to wear Sunday best. Oh, no, 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 guys, it's not rule. It is the expression of believing that we love the Lord our God with all our heart, so we should give Him our best in all areas of our lives. That's what we believe in. That's a value that we believe in. Amen? So, what is giving your best? It's a good question to ask ourselves. You see, it is not the church that dictates what is giving. No, it is you that decides what is your best. Oh, this is just my best. Lah. You know, I always tell people this. Uh, sometimes I will deal with some, some you know, uh, interns and all, and then they will say, oh, I don't have enough time. I say, well, the one hour that you have is your best, then give that your, your best. Lah. You know, that is what our church believes in. Oh, I, Pastor Elmi, I cannot serve. Lah. I'm so busy with everything. I say, how, how many minutes you have? Five minutes? You got five minutes? Just give your best to God. I remember talking to someone here, and uh, the person said, oh, you know, and sometimes we like to plan this way. Um, and it's not wrong, okay? Not wrong, but I'm just, again, Value, sharing value, okay? Uh, 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 oh, uh, in two months, I'm going to leave already. You know, and in our church, you know, I believe, hey, two months uh, and you want to serve, uh, give God that two months. Give Him your best. Even if you're standing and, 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 and ushering people, just give Him your best. And this person took it and said, oh, yeah, can uh? I? said, yeah, we are fine. Just do it. Give your, because you see, you're serving unto God, you're not serving unto me. Right? Your best. What is your best to God? Right? Love the Lord your God. Okay, expression. It says here, keep it in our hearts and teach them to our children. So we keep, we keep God's word. Do you have God's word in your heart? How do you get God's word in your heart? Read, Lord. How come I can regurgitate so much scripture? You know, nowadays I realize, right, the super cool thing, and I don't know, maybe it's anointing or whatever. Last time, maybe last time, okay, last time not so much, but now when I, when I advise you, I realize God's Bible is so powerful. I'll be talking to someone and I'll be like, hey, you know, yeah, it's like this scripture, it's like that scripture, it's like this scripture. I will bring it up. I'm like, how come I know all these things? Uh? You know? And then I realize, oh, I probably read it last time and the Holy Spirit is igniting things. Do you know the Holy Spirit can use you? I think I shared before about Logos word and Rema word. You need the Logos in you so that the Rema can come out. Logos in, not inside, Rema cannot come out. Right? So my encouragement is, hey, get the Logos word inside. Even if a little bit, it's okay one. At least you got a little bit. It's not about being a Bible scholar, you no, know, guys. It's about learning the Word of God. It is about day-to-day. -day. You, know, you, know, you know when, when the commandments are given to the people, it is to give, it's given to them to live day-to-day. -day. Not, okay, ah, when you come to church, let's all start speaking Scripture. No, no. 
day-to-day application. That's what the people applied. You know, that is God's commandments. Amen? He is the king. He is the one that sets the law, right? So keep in our hearts and teach it to our children. For those of you who got no kids, who is younger than you? Maybe you are a parent, quote-unquote parent, to some people. What about our young people here? Do you know that in this day and age, a lot of kids got no parents? Or the parents are not intact? Do you know that you can be a parent to them? Sometimes we don't have that perspective. Hey, it's not about just having kids. You know, uh, uh, you see, if we have the perspective, like I tell you, uh, ever since I have kids, uh, actually before that also, I'm like, very sensitive about these things. You know, because you have the chance to lead young people. I'm very careful with what I do, you know. You know, because if I suddenly dye my hair, wear torn jeans here, wear sneakers, do you know that that will give the young people a green light to, hey, Pastor Elvin can means I can. Lah. You know, I'm not saying that they should dress like me, but you get what I mean or not. I will conduct, and, and I'm just, and again, uh, please uh, don't, don't, don't bang me on this, don't compare with whatever. I'm just giving an example, right? Our conduct will affect our future generation. It's very important. That's why uh, the, the, the desire I have for even my kids is that they see that we serve. And I've told Jess before, as much as we can, we serve together with them in tow. Difficult lah. Halfway talking to people I have to address. Just now I was talking to someone I have to address my son. Can you please stop running in church? You know, it's, it's, it's real life. Welcome to my life, you know. Um, but I want them to be part of it. So that when they grow up, they have the perspective of like, oh, my daddy served with me and it's normal. Right? I mean, I'm just giving you some, some things. Lah. Oh my goodness, I haven't even gone to the, to the message yet. Okay, 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 okay. Help me, Lord. And of course, finally, bind them as a sign in our hands, in front of our eyes, and write it in our household. Basically, just see, uh, why, why does, do you have to bind? You see, uh, three things. Uh, bind in the hand, put in front in the eye, and put in the house. Why? Because we will forget. The Lord knows that you will forget. You know? So, uh, I showed you something recently. Uh, me and my wife recently went for a, a retreat and uh, we, were, we were thinking, you know, and we discussed about different things, uh, basically, you know, again, retreat, work, okay, discuss about different things. And one of the things she suggested we I thought was great is that, hey, you know, we want to instill in our kids uh, uh, the Word of God. And one way would be maybe put signages because we have a few signages people give us. I, can I be honest? I don't really find any value in it because I'll, I'll sign it anyway. I read it in my Bible. Okay, that's, that's the way I think. Lah. But as my wife brought it up, I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. If we can put different signages in the house, like for me and my house, we serve the law and all these things so that when my kid comes, we can use it as a teaching guide. Like, hey, remember? Like ex-kids, lah, having ex-kids at home. Um, you know, we, we can do that. It is, why? So that we remember. And sometimes we need reminders. When we are down, when we are difficult, we need reminders. You know, because when we are going through the fire, we will forget one. Right? You look at the Israelites, every time forget what God did for them. Right in the desert, they also forgot what God did for them and start complaining already. So it's, it's normal, it's natural. That's why we have to find ways and do things so that we will not forget. Take responsibility. Okay, I only have 10 minutes. Let's do this. Wow, I shared so much. And that isn't the full message, but never mind, I'll just breeze through it. So the title of this message today is Honor the Lord. And I was, I was praying, uh, asking God, God, what your people need. You know, I think Pastor Matt shared a really powerful word and I was not here. Um, you know, this word honour is something that uh, uh, I've learned in Acts. I've learned how to honour my leaders. I've learned how to honour people. You know what honour means? And we'll, we'll go deep into it. You know, honour in the Bible, 
uh, it's taken from Proverbs 3.9, okay? Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruit of your increase. It is the same word used to use in the commandment, uh, Ten Commandments, the Fifth Commandment, uh, where it asks us to honor our father and mother. Okay? And honor, Pastor has shared this before, lah, okay? Honor, kabot, okay? Or kabot, or something like that. Okay, anyway, I'm so sorry, uh, Andre. I know Andre is here, so I'm a bit stressed out. <laughs> Basically, it means weight, heaviness, right? To be heavy, to be weighty, uh, to be weighty right? Um, uh, it is the same term, to be rich. You know, when you rich, got a lot of money, very heavy, okay? To be honorable, to be glorious, right? So, when we honor someone, we are making the person heavy. We are putting weight on the person. You all catch that? We are putting weight on the person, what the person says. There's weight in what the person says, right? Um, yeah, to be made abundant, right? To give a person glory or honor, right? Uh, and and, and that's, that's the meaning of honor, okay? So, I've got six points, huh? I'll just go real quick, okay? First one, friends, honor the Lord. Honor the Lord. I'm not here to tell you how to do it, okay? You need to decide based on your life, based on what you can do, but I'm here to encourage you. Number one, honor the Lord. And of course, the Bible is quite clear on a few things, okay? Proverbs 3.9 says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of your increase. And we always use this for tithes and offerings, you know, right? But let's go deeper. Why did the Lord use the term possessions and first fruit of your increase, okay? Why? Why money? Why is money something that is used to explain this? Why is treasure? Um, let me give you this perspective. It is all about value. It is not money. It is value. So you can replace the word treasure with a lot of things. Some of us here treasure our relationships. Some of us here treasure our house. Some of us here treasure our parents. Some of us here treasure our kids. Do you know that you know, we dedicate kids to the Lord. Do you know once you dedicate, you give to Him already? Right? No, 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 no. My key is mine. You know? No, um, that, that is your treasure. Okay? Uh, some of us are value different. So it's not just about money. Right? It talks about what belongs to you. What, what do you find value with? Right? You know? And, and do you know that, I, I, I shared this earlier on, do you know that you sacrifice because of value? You know, if you value your child so much, you would give anything to your child. Right? And I know parents here, you sacrifice a lot. You want to give your child a good uh, future. You, you sacrifice with work. Some of us here, based on what we know, we, we try to be good friends with our kids. You know? And that's, that's good desire. Okay? Right? If we value something high, we'll be willing to work for it. Correct or not? Years, months, days. Okay? Guys, if you really like the girl, you will do anything. You will always joke, you know, you will take the moon and back for the girl. Go to the go and buy the moon. Now you can go and buy a 3D moon for the girl. Okay? Matthew 6, 19, 21 says, Do not lay up yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart is also. Amen? So that's true. Where your treasure is, your heart is also. So the question that you can ask yourself today is, what do you value most? What do you care about most? Even lifestyle can be a treasure, you know? Do you know that? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I cannot come on Sunday because, you know, I need to play golf with my boss. You know, okay, we use this joke, lah, okay? I know none of you here play golf, okay? And I know if you play golf, you probably won't play on Sunday. I hope not. But yeah, you know, we just use this joke as a general thing, okay? We laugh about it. But 
There can be something else. It can be something else, huh, guys. Not just that, right? What do you value? Don't think about money only. I'm not just talking about money, okay? So you think about it. If I honour the Lord, I value Him. How do I honour Him? How do I honour the Lord? Amen? Second one, this is why he's close to home. Honour your parents. Exodus 20.12, honour your father and mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. It is the fifth commandment in the Ten Commandments. And do you know that it is a, it's the only commandment, see all the commandments, are, God say, follow my commandments, you know, and, uh, and it'll be well with you, you know. But it is the only commandment, uh, if you read uh, the word, uh, it's the only commandment uh, that has an additional promise. That if you honour your father and mother, right, your days will be long. <laughs> okay? I don't want to got time. Okay, I'll, I'll try and stretch it, okay? I might have, real quick, share a testimony after this. Okay, honour your parents, guys. No need to say much, okay? Uh, honour your parents. Oh, and can I share this? Oh, never mind. I'll go to the next one. Next one, honour your leaders. Scripture, Hebrews 13, 17. Obey those who rule over you and be submissive for they watch out for your souls at those who must give account. I've I, I shared many times before. I very stress here, you know why? If, y'all, if I say the wrong thing and you all sesat, I am responsible. That's quite scary, right? So please don't give me a hard time, lah, can I? <laughs> right? Don't give your leaders a hard time, you know? Because it's not very difficult. You know? Um, ah, let them do so with joy and not with grief. Please don't cause your home leaders grief. Can I not? Don't lah, don't, don't. Okay? For that which will be unprofitable for you. You see, um, there is a difference. I, I, I'll, I, I'll share this point. There is a difference between how the world treats leaders and how we as a church treat leaders. You need to understand that. Because in the world, it's all about, you need to serve me. You know, and we, are, we have a lot of demands. But do you know that the leaders, and, and the leaders are accountable to you? Yes. But in the church, uh, the leaders are accountable to God first. Do you know that? If you don't know that, I'm telling you now. We are accountable to God first, then only you, you know. That is something very, very important to remember. You know? So, when certain things are decided, when certain things are done, it's not, it's not to make your life difficult. Guys, it is not really. It's so that we can all serve the Lord and we can all give God our best. Amen? Right? So honour your leaders. First Thessalonians 5, 12, 13 says, Dear brothers and sisters, honour those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peaceably, peacefully with each other. Amen? Okay. Um, I'll throw a curveball. What if they are bad leaders? Got right? Valid, right? What if they're bad leaders? Okay? Uh, and, and, and again, although it talks about leadership in church, I, I also believe uh, the Lord also talks about leaders above you outside. You know? Let me give you another scripture to encourage you. First Colossians 3, 25 Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything. Wow. <laughs> okay? And do it not only when their eye is on you and to curry their favour, but with sincerity of heart and reverence for the Lord. See, we are working unto the Lord. Okay? Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. If the Lord Christ you are serving, if it is the Lord Christ you are serving, anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs and there is no favoritism. When, so even if they are bad leaders, guys, serve them because you are serving God, not them. You understand? You know, we, we, we teach people this, you know, 
when you are under a leadership, you know, uh, it is placed above you for a reason. And why why I say why I say why I say this because at the end of the day, when God sees her, uh, uh, what is God seeing? Right? Uh, uh, and okay, there might be different um, nuances and different uh, different scenarios. I, I'm I'm not blanketing it. All I'm saying is the spirit or where it's coming from. Because if you think that you can, oh, I, I need to speak for my right. I need, guys, be very careful when you go in that direction because that's rebellion already. That's rebellion. And of course, if I'm talking about outside, you can quit the job one. Nah, it's fine one. Nah. Okay, it's, it's fine. You can quit one. Then no longer your leader. Lo, right? But if you cannot, leh, then how? God has to be in the picture. Don't be so quick to be the one that vindicates because the Bible, you read the Bible, it's very different perspective. It says God will be your vindicator. It's not asking you to suffer more, no. It's just that if it's in a situation where you cannot do anything, then you've got to submit and say, God, can you take over or not? Or can you open the door? And do you know that I believe that God might even open a door that either the leader will be removed or you will not be there anymore. Let God handle it, right? Don't be so fast to, I, I need to be the one. I need to overthrow this. Be very careful. Be very careful, okay? Especially if you prayed and asked God to give you that job and He gave you that job. Especially if it's that. If, he did, if you didn't pray and then you... Uh, okay, let's not go into the details. Uh, but you, you understand what I'm trying to say or not? Our position is very important as Christians. I know uh, I'm talking about something, some of you are like, no way, Pastor Elvin, this is not going to work in my situation. Well, maybe your situation is different. But the heart is the same. That we respect our leaders. That we honour our leaders, whoever they may be. Because that's what the Bible asks us to do. Okay? And of course, don't go and do it yourself. Lah. Talk to other people. Talk to, talk to me. Lah. Okay, I hope I'm not a bad leader. Okay? You're not a bad leader, talk to me. Then maybe I can help you navigate out of that situation. Amen? Number four, honour your commitments, whatever it may be. And I'm going to finish soon already. Huh? Galatians 6.9 says, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. 2 Timothy 1.14 says, The good thing which was committed to you, friends, what is committed to you today? Your house, your car, your job, your position, right? What is committed to you? Keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Be committed to it. Don't give up so fast. 2 Timothy 4.7 I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep running. Number five, honour each other. 1 Peter 2.17 says, Honour all people. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honour the king. You know, when I look at this, I'm going to end soon. I think about our church here in PJ. Do we honour one another or not? Do we or not? That's what the Bible says, you know. Romans 12, 9, 10 says, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honouring each other. Colossians 3, 12, 14 says, therefore we as God's chosen people, we are, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly love, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you have a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them to get all together in perfect unity. You know, we talk about the unity of the church. 
Maybe it's good to start even before thinking about unity in all churches in our church first. Maybe it's good to start there. Right? My final point and I end with this. I know I'm stretching it but I'll try my best. Honour even though it hurts. I'll share a real quick testimony. Um, I'm 40 years old. Yeah, 41. And um, when I was growing up as a young person, uh, I didn't really have a very good childhood. Lah, okay? uh, by the grace of God, I was okay. Thank God. And uh, I found solace in church, in friends. But family was not very important to me because it was very difficult. You know? uh, and I don't blame my parents. You know? They just didn't know. Right? Now we have so much you know, studies, internet, you know, we talk to different ones, there's an open community, uh, you can go for parenting class, there's so much resources, you know, uh, and, um, and, yeah, but but for those of us who went through difficulty, it was tough. Lah. There was a lot of anger, a lot of stress, a lot of shouting. There wasn't peace in the family when I was growing up. That's why um, relationships, family, I mean, now me and my wife, we had a chance to, to guide couples, lah. we're very real with them, one. Because we know how something small uh, can turn into something big uh, and it can affect your kids' one. You know, that's why I, and sometimes I, I, I can almost see it happening already. But I, I knew, ask, oh Lord, can you please give me wisdom on how I have to talk to my, my guys on how to have good marriages. Because the kids will be affected. Right? Um, and, but, we grow old, right? Uh, and for a good period of my adult life, I didn't have any much um, interaction with my family. But since last year and even the years before that, I've had the opportunity to honour my parents. So last year, I've shared, you know, uh, while it was happening, uh, that the Lord say, minister to my mom. I'm very thankful that I was able to be as a son and maybe my role as a pastor also, be able to minister to my mom as she's going back to the Lord. Yeah. I'm very thankful for that. Uh, and now, this is a reminder that God has given me recently. Uh, and I'll be very, very vulnerable to tell you this. My relationship with my dad is not so great. I think you've seen him. It's not great. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, I many times grew up without feeling like I had a father. Even though he was there. The one thing that I can thank him for is that he prays he goes to church he's faithful only these three things everything else I don't know and um, even though my dad has been staying with me the past one year plus and all because of pandemic I felt like I tolerated him because the old habits still come and then when I come you know how bad habits die hard and I'm like oh you know but God recently reminded me to say as I'm even reading this now hey Alvin honour your dad huh? Yeah, you think he might not deserve it. You think he might not have given you everything. You think that he might have caused you a very difficult life. But please honour him. Ah. Wow, it was a slap to my face, man. And I realised in my heart, I was just tolerating only. Okay lah, you come lah. Be nice once in a while and by tolerate, you know. Yesterday, I took my dad out uh, to Klang. Uh, and <clears throat> we went um, and had uh, breakfast in a place that he likes. Sorry, I'm trying to see if I can. No, nothing, nothing magical happened, okay? <laughs> but I took him. The change in my heart was that I was no longer tolerating him. 
And I'm like, I'm doing this because I want to honor you. This morning, when I was, uh, before we left, because my dad will normally go to Klang to, for church, uh, I, I, I was up ready and I straight away went to his door and I knocked knock his door and said, hey, dad, all okay? I normally don't do it, no. I normally, okay, la, he go, he go. La. But dad, you okay? Ah? Have a good trip. Be safe. You know, and then, and, and then I got ready for church. Yes, my past, you know, talk, talking about honour, although it hurts. Yes, my past was not great. This man didn't do much for me beyond the faith that he left me, in a way, because legacy of faith. But it is by God's grace uh, and divine power that as a son, I'm able to follow God's commandment, uh, not my feelings, uh, follow God's commandment to honour my dad so that my days will be prolonged. I'm not doing it because all I want to know is an honest honouring. Because remember Bible say, don't be fake when you love people. It's a real love. And I'm reflecting, I'm like, wow, God, thank you for the opportunity. Who else can say that? That, yes, the, the most part of my life, I didn't really have awesome family. That's why I've shared again, my heart goes out to those who have broken families. Because although my family was in the same household, it was not that great. And I always want to tell people, look, there is a better way. And yes, you might be in a place and you might be in a family that is not the best now. It's okay. As long as you have the Lord with you, He is your Father. He is a Father to the fatherless. And we need to know what to do and to do the right thing. It is the right thing. No, the right thing is to tell Him where He's at and, and, and you know, give Him back for what He's done you in the... No, 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 guys. The right thing is to honour Him. Even though it's not perfect. Even though He doesn't deserve it. Sometimes I will think, no, no, he's my dad. I will honour him because the Bible tells me so. So friends, I don't know how this hits you. But my encouragement to you today really is that when we do all these things, we're not just doing it just because, oh, it's my right and all. No, no, no. We are following God's word and keeping his commandments close to us. Yes, it hurts. Sometimes, eh? like, Lord, why? Lah? Why? Don't deserve this. It's not about what he deserves. We don't deserve Jesus, but we got him. It's not about what he deserves. It's about honouring no, I honour my parents. Maybe I don't know how to last time when I was younger, but now I know. Now I can be, I can, I can be the person that God wants me to be. You know? And I pray that, you know, uh, I will have that time like that. To be able to follow God's word, even though it hurts. Amen? We hope you've been blessed by this message. For more information on our church, please visit axchurch.org. We are also active on Facebook and Instagram. We're believing that this week is going to be a good week ahead for you. God bless.